0: Welcome to the Global Discussion, discussions with creatives, leaders and thinkers. My name is Simon Hodgkins. Today, I'm absolutely delighted to be joined by Danielle P. Cheetah. Danielle, you're very welcome to the podcast. Let's begin by asking you to tell us all about your journey and what you do for our international audience today. So over to you, Danielle.
1: I'm so excited. Thank you so much for having me on Global Discussions. And I'm happy to hear that this is a global audience. So I'm pretty sure it'll be some interesting information for everyone. But uh, to simply start with who I am and and what I'm doing. Um, I am Danielle Jeter and I'm a business and brand strategist. So I help high net worth entrepreneurs and also corporations advance their work and scale their businesses with intelligent and AI tools to promote sustainability as well as innovation. So I've been able to really build out coaching programs, trainings, and even masterminds for entrepreneurs who are Um, looking to grow, who are looking for solutions to scale their operations. And then on the flip side, for those companies who are already sustained, they are already, you know, maybe large size and they need continued trainings for their team members. So with me, um, I come in with a 15 year background and experience working in communications in public relations and marketing. So I've done that work um, for a long time, really B2B services, helping various industries from business owners to thought leaders to nonprofit organizations to different groups and movements and politicians. And I said, you know what, I really want to utilize all of the experience that I have as an entrepreneur and business owner. Yes, I specialize in the PR space and in communications, but after being a business owner for so long, you've bumped your head a lot of times, you've fallen, you've gotten back up, and, and now you've become like more of a expert in, in so many different areas of how to actually operate a business and grow a business, and more importantly, how you keep it successful so that you can take care of your livelihood, And if you have a family, be able to ensure that the business is growing so that, you know, you don't have to worry. You can take care of yourself. So that is like a a little bit about me. Um, I currently live in Miami, Florida, um, one of the most beautiful cities in America. Love it here. But I am from Philadelphia. So I grew up um, in the tri-states up there on the East Coast, which was also a really great um, grounding point for me.
0: Wow. Uh, well, thank you for that uh, introduction, Danielle. You're involved in lots of different areas, and back in Philadelphia, weren't you also named one of the 40 under 40 uh, people? I was. Right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, so Philly is so dope. Um, it has. It, it was really a great. Place for me after college to go back home and really create a foundation for my life and for my business. And it's always good to have that hometown love behind you. So while in Philadelphia, I've gotten probably every award you can think of. And I'm so grateful for that because it really does help with your credibility and your notoriety amongst your peers in the industry. So when I was just 24 years old, I was named one of the most influential African-Americans in Philadelphia. For the top 10 under 40 people to watch. I was the youngest person on the program that day to get awarded. So you can imagine me like walking up to the stage, like, oh my gosh, I can't believe like y'all see me, y'all recognize me, and the work that I'm doing makes a difference here in the city. So I was proud of that. And um, it was awarded by the Philadelphia Tribune newspaper, which is also, you know, the oldest, one of the oldest Black-owned newspapers in the U.S. So it was just monumental to, to have the recognition of such a stable institution in our community.
0: Yeah, congratulations. and I know there have been many awards uh, since. Um... <laughs> tell, me little, tell, tell me a little bit about the business ventures, though, because you, you said something that made me smile. You know, once you've been in business for a while, you've kind of bumped your head a few times. Uh, so tell me a little bit about the business journey.
1: Yeah, so I was 19 when I got started, and, you know, my young mind was always just trying to figure out a solution. But little did I know, I'm the kind of person who lives in the future. I'm very futuristic. So I can I can see foresight. I have vision and say, oh, we need to prepare for this. There's something coming. We need to prepare for this. So I said, well, there's a recession going on. This, this signifies that I have this great college degree, but who knows if I'll be able to get a job. So I sacrificed the last year of college and I did not rejoin the dance team. And I said, you know what? I'm going to start a business because I have to take matters into my own hands. I have no idea what's going to happen when I graduate next May. So I took some business classes at Morehouse College. I gained some mentors. I did a lot of free work. And I started a business. And the business is AOI Events and PR. And uh, we started out as an event production company. And, you know, simply said, I was like, I love creating community. I love bringing people together. I have wonderful networks. Let me find some clients who will pay me to throw their events, create memorable moments for them, launch their products, do different celebratory events. And I launched a business. I wrote a business plan. I took some classes. I I rallied around my peers who were also in business. I said, hey, I know you're a business major. You're a finance major. I need your help with this. And I launched that business October of my senior year. And I bootstrapped that business. That was probably the hardest thing to, to that I've ever attempted to do was to bootstrap a business. And that's one of the reasons why I'm really passionate about the programs and the masterminds that I have created for entrepreneurs who are building now because I would not advise anybody to bootstrap a business. I would have went about it a totally different way. So that was one of those learning lessons that I have taken and have um, really used it to teach other people different options that they have to start their business so it was an exciting journey I was so bold I was so brave I was like an anomaly in my graduating class that year because most people were going to get jobs and they were you know applying and and me too I just didn't get the job but I think when I said to the universe hey I want to be a business owner universe replied back it was like and that's what you will be <laughs> so the job never came I never got the job
0: <laughs> very good And so that brings us nicely to today, I suppose, because you mentioned as well that you you work with a lot of entrepreneurs. And my question, I have a couple of questions for you on the work that you do now, which is entrepreneurship covers lots of different areas. So do you focus in any particular type of business or is it just the entrepreneur that you're interested in is a particular industry type? And secondly, you also work with businesses of different sizes, don't you? So it could be that that sort of per, that person that's kind of just getting going and needs yep. some help, or it can be the larger organization yep. that's looking to scale or maybe go into new international markets or whatever they're they're focused yep. on. So could you maybe just unpack that a little bit for us?
1: Yes, these are great questions. Thank you so much. I focus in on service providers, agency owners, and marketers. So those are the types of businesses that I work best with because that's my industry. So I know the ins and outs of our particular industry and I know how to help you move things forward. And I keep, I'm abreast of the industry. So I'm always, you know, researching and studying and I have, um, you know, insight. So I focus in on those particular areas and the different sizes of corporations. Yes, I do uh, work with different people and, um, I didn't always work with startup businesses. I didn't always work with people who are in launch phase. But over this last year, those people have been gravitating to me. And so I created a special product for them, which is my mastermind society. It's a community. It's a learning community. So it's 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 really at their pace that they can come and connect and learn from. Not only myself, but I also bring in other featured mentors and experts so that they can get guidance and access. Because as much as I can help you avoid the mistakes that I made when I was in launch phase, I would want to do that and to be able to provide those uh, resources. You know, um, a support system for you, a community for you, access so you can have Q and A and you can ask your questions because that would have been very valuable for me when I got started in 2009. And I did not have access to the same sort of resources. So this is me seeing a problem and solving it. I've always been more so B2B, working with established corporations, established companies. That has been most of my career for the past 15 years, which is, I mean, I did that because I I want to scale a business. I want to, I want to stay in business. So, you know, those businesses do have the foundation in order to afford said services and to bring in, you know, experts like you and I.
0: Makes a lot of sense. And you're no stranger to the microphone either. You're no stranger to radio, media, podcasting, uh, production. So uh, what what's your background there? What are you, cause you've been doing some interesting discussions there.
1: Yeah, so I have been in radio production, um, being behind the scenes of producing talk radio on the FM dial. Um, I've been on the AM dial. I have been a host on the radio, hosting various shows, and they they're always talk radio shows or t- talk style shows, which is which is so interesting and why I love podcasting so much because essentially it is a talk platform. So um, that has been the type of radio and and media platform that I have been um, just a part of over the years. But I first went to the radio station in Philadelphia to Radio One because I wanted to establish myself As a go to expert in the world of events and promotions. So I said, well, let me go to the radio station, build more relationships, get more experience. And so my city can see me, you know, in the spaces and places making all of the moves. And I did just that it worked perfectly so much so that people began to then reach out and say, "Hey, can you do my marketing? Can you do my PR?" And I was like, oh, I don't, I don't offer those services. I was just offering event services." But then the request came in a few times, and I was like, "Oh, you know what? I'm going to start a new division and suite of services in my business called public relations." And I launched a PR department within the company, and it was, it was it's been highly successful. It's actually been the most successful aspect of my business. So I love um, the fact that I was able to do radio. I also produced TV at Comcast. That was um, a show for like local thought leaders, politicians, community leaders, and giving them an opportunity to share their thought leadership and also to promote the different community causes that they have. And then um, I launched a nonprofit organization called Women in Media Global, Which service women who are in media, entertainment, and business, and we begin to create our own content, our own shows, our own radio show, our own podcast. And I've just been—I love production, and I've been, you know, in that space for a very long time. And so you're right; I'm no stranger to whatever side of the production I need to play. I can play it. I can be the talent. I can be the production behind the scenes. I can um, direct. I can produce. And, um, yeah, <laughs> those are all of the things.
0: <laughs> it's extremely impressive, uh, Danielle. And, you know, I know when you as president and chief visionary officer in that area, yes. there's an awful lot going on in that world. An
1: awful but,
0: lot. Yeah. And I, one of the things, though, that I do want to sort of touch on is threading maybe throughout your background and your experience is this word community, because it's came up a couple of times now. Yes. How important is community? How do you go about building the right community? And, you know, because you, you've kind of leveraged communities in different aspects, and you seem to be a big supporter of building that network, building that community of the right people.
1: You know what? That's a really great question. Um, I started building community before there was an Instagram, before social media took off in a way where we could create groups and subscriptions and form um just different different groups that, that would come together. And you know, I come from a very genuine place of building community, whereas I know today a lot of the interest in building a community is to monetize and to turn those said community members into paying customers of the products or services that you have. But I'm simply here to create community because I know that I have a lot to offer I have a lot to share, and that's one of my special gifts. I'm able to bring people together in a positive way. I'm able to galvanize. When I open my mouth, people listen to me, and um, they trust me. They know me, and so I want to create community simply to help people. And I, I don't want to do a lot of things by myself. <laughs> so maybe the most selfish part of it is like, hey, I want to like build this thing, but I want you to come help me build it. or I want you to be a part of it because I know that we're stronger together. We can build bigger together. And as a result of building community, whether it was women in media community and now this community of entrepreneurs who want to be highly successful people, there has been a lot of then relationships and opportunities created within the networks So people come to my masterminds and I have three different businesses that were incubated out of my mastermind of people who came in, met new people, connected, found a like-minded way to move forward. And now they are all venturing together starting their own businesses. So that has happened on numerous occasions. And then with Women in Media Global, what, what I really wanted has happened where women could come in and leverage the brand and the reputation and the offerings that we have to catapult their careers. Because you know, the media industry is one of the toughest industries to break into. So it's like you having a network, you having some experience on your resume with a reputable company with a reputable brand will allow you to go into that interview confident to talk about your skills and your experiences and for you to have references from industry leaders. So um I, I love when people are able to come in and take advantage of what is built because um, building community is not something that is just light for me. Like, yes, of course, it's great to monetize, but all of these businesses and things that that were built around me through the resources I have, I'm not monetizing off of any of those things. Right. But I know that because I've been able to bless other people that God is going to continue to bless me because it's very, it's coming from a very genuine and humble place and people don't forget you when you are supporting them. Um, I just will hope that they don't forget the support that they were able to get from me and with, with no strings attached.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I like that a lot because you made a really interesting point, Danielle, which is a lot of times, particularly in more recent years, it's all about scaling a network just for what you can get out of it. Right. And people forget the fact it's more about what you can put into it and what value you can create for other people.
1: Exactly. Monetization
0: will come naturally if yep. you do it that way. But too often people are trying to just take from the purpose of creating a network. And I think what you're talking about really will resonate with our international audience because it's about creating value. And obviously here at the Global Discussion, you're in the right area because you know we love our global community of creatives and leaders and thinkers. And that's sort of the sweet spot that we focus on. And it's about providing value, providing knowledge, providing that community where you feel as though you're part of something and there's value in it for you. So thank you for sharing your thoughts on that. I want to I want to change gear a little bit, and I want to ask you a couple of questions about you, uh, because our audience likes to find out about the guest as well. How
1: how they (laughs) of things.
0: But uh, well, the first one is about because of all the areas you're involved in, particularly media and PR, it's fast moving, so you have to keep your finger on the pulse of what's going on, whether it's social media, technology. You've talked about AI uh, when you were introducing yourself. And how do you keep up to date with what's current? How do you keep your own finger on the pulse? Are you reading books? Are you scouring the internet? Are you watching YouTube videos? Is it through your community and learning from other people? But what do you do to onboard information? How does that work in your world?
1: That's a really great question. So I am very big on going to industry events. So I'm a... Event going enthusiast, so I am constantly at a master. I I have, I most recently have invested the most time in mastermind communities, so I love going to masterminds. But also like the annual conferences that come up within your industry, I attend those. I also attend um, the local events that are being held by like local organizations and chapters that are um, sharing um, just updated information and keeping the networks together. So I'm very visible. I, I visibly go out and get the information. I'm also very big on podcasting, you know, so I, I ensure that I find um, those industry leaders like yourself who are, you know, continuing to tap into a very specific niche. And so when it comes to public relations and really teaching how to scale an agency, how to operate an agency, those resources are very far few and in between. And so that's why I thought it was necessary for me to go ahead and also jump in and say, hey, I'm a 15-year vet in the space. Let me come in and help some people as well. Let me tackle a corner of this opportunity and share. Um, But there are some podcasts out there, there. There are more that are growing and I tap in learning there as well um i'm constantly connecting with one-on-ones with people and industry leaders like i'm 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 not afraid to say like I, like I sent you a message on linkedin i researched you simon and i said hey can we connect like is there something that we can touch bases on and so i'm constantly also just putting myself out there and saying hey you know i think we can learn and exchange value from one another I would say that I'm an audible learner learner more. I have tons of books, but I I'm more likely in finishing a book if I can listen to the book while I'm doing something else. So I I'm into fitness and I work out daily. So that's great where I can have that audible in my ear while I'm working out as well. So I do that and YouTube is a great resource for me also. And I read I read the news and the media and things that are going on. I tried to like just skip through all of the fluff and all of the like negative news and get down to like, all right, where's the real stuff? Like, where's the issues? What's happening? What's going on? So those are some, some of the ways that I stay abreast. But in the space, uh, like I said, in the space of media, PR, communications, you don't get a lot of practitioners who are teaching on it. So you do have to like be diligent in finding out the information.
0: Yeah, I, I completely understand that <laughs> because I suppose if you're trying to find the real story amongst the noise, it's very difficult sometimes and it's getting more and more difficult. So I appreciate so that. Um, and I love what you said about learning uh, with audiobooks too because I'm a huge fan of Audible and there are many other uh, options available out there for people uh, to listen to things and, and do things. I like the written word too. I like to pick up a book too. Um but there is, there is something good when you can just sort of almost feed your brain uh, with information. I do like that. Um, So thank you for sharing that. The other question I've got for you is about obviously throughout this journey that you're, that you're on, that you, that you've been developing and all the wonderful areas that you've been involved in, there has to be people who've inspired you or helped you along the way. And when I ask you that question, does anybody in particular or group of people spring to mind? Or is it more of a personality or character trait that you find yourself more attracted to?
1: There's three that came to mind immediately. And first, I want to um, just give honor to my mother for supporting me um, as much as she does um, and sacrificing along with me to build this business because she didn't have to support the goals that I have. Um, and she did so i just want to bring honor to her and then also there was a mentor that i was able to have in my life a very short period of time before he passed away his name was e stephen collins and they we will call him the unofficial mayor of philadelphia he was a media he worked at radio one and he was one of the high-ranking directors and decision makers there but also a media personality, an influencer in his own right before the word influencer was even (laughs) online for us. And he taught me so much in a short period of time and really helped me to network the city in a way where I was able to connect with decision makers to help me advance my career and um, just small things that he taught me as far as like how to show up with the professional look and how to always just be committed to excellence show up on time when an opportunity is presented to you you seize that opportunity and being a very dependable young woman and just certain things like that like fresh out of college and so i um i always think about him because i'm like he would be so proud of like the woman i've become all these years later because he met me when i was 20. and um so i'm, I'm super grateful for him and then also as a graduate from Spelman College, I went to an all-female institution in Atlanta, Georgia, which is a school that was founded in 1881 to educate Black women. So imagine being in this mecca that is designed to help you be your best person, but also with the mantra to help women change the world. So these women are incredible. I mean, they are so intelligent. They're so beautiful. They are just really innovative and just very sisterly. And that's a long legacy to come from since 1881. And to be able to research, I can go on Google, I can go on YouTube and research Spelman women and learn about what they're doing in all sectors across the society all over the world and be like, wow, like I still have so many levels to go. So I love having um, that sisterhood and that legacy to come from, from women who look like me and who are, it's a very close-knit environment and the Alumni Association is, is very strong. So each major city has an alumni network. So we get together on a monthly basis and we do all things to ensure that more women get access to this education and that we are helping each other just thrive and grow as women so those, those would be three major inspirations for me.
0: I love those. That that's truly wonderful. Thank you for sharing that. Danielle.
1: Oh, you're welcome, Simon.
0: The other thing I wanted to ask you, which is kind of related a little bit, uh, but I'd be very interested in, in your answer to it is about advice, because whether I'm somebody listening to this or watching this, who wants to start my own business, whether I'm running a successful business, uh, or whether it's somebody who's just at a particular point in time in their life where they need a bit of advice. Is there advice that has been given to you along the way that you think has been so important that you still hold it very dear and close to you today? Or do you find yourself offering certain types of advice that you think is useful for our international audience to hear about? When I ask you about advice, what springs to mind?
1: There's there's two things that came to mind. E. Stephen Collins taught me to always follow the money. I think that's a timeless piece of advice Um, and because the way that currency is being utilized and you know we now have a lot of digital currencies just follow it like there's something always changing and you need to stay abreast with what's going on with money because it's a tool that you need access to Um, but also not to give it so much clout because literally it is a tool for you to access the information, the lifestyle, the learning that you need. So don't put too much weight on it. Use it and put it in um, areas that's going to be asset generating, you know. So Grant Cardone always talks about being able to invest in asset generating opportunities. And I think that's wonderful because when it comes to like you wanting to get a return on your investment or, hey, I have access to some money. How should I use it? in something that's gonna bring you more money. (laughs) So I love that, I love that advice. It's super simple and it's just like, should I do this or should I not? You examine the opportunity. Will this be able to bring more income? Yes or no? I love that advice. Um, And also what has really helped me scale my business and be successful in this space is to be very invested in my mindset and always prioritizing positive thinking and really having to unlearn a lot of uh, just false narratives that we were taught along the way growing up about credit, about uh, wealth, about legacy, about what it means to actually be independent and to create and control your own future. So it's a lot of unlearning that you have to to go through in order to be successful. And so really learning what that six, that 1% of successful people do and do that and ignore what the 99% of average people will do and don't do that. So that is uh, some of my advice, but every day I focus in on mindset and gratitude because um, in business, you know, we experience so many uncertain times, ups and downs, and it's no secret in entrepreneurship, you do not get paid all the time. There's gonna be times where, you just you won't have any money coming in just because of the way that things are but you have to be so confident in yourself and so positive so that you can t- continue to attract things to you abundant thoughts abundant things to you and just know that like this is just a moment in time this is not my final destination so those things i think are extremely important
0: really really like what you're saying there and mm-hmm. although we sort of started off talking about investing in things that Bring you more money, which I really like, instead of investing constantly in folly, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> but also, you touched on a really important thing, which is about investing in yourself, investing in your own knowledge. And I think when you talk about unlearning things, we do reach a point in our life where we the penny sort of drops, doesn't it? And we kind of realize that maybe some of the things that we held true, that we thought were right, were actually wrong, and we have to unlearn them. To use the term that you were using, <laughs> yeah. And it's so important because it's almost as though the world opens up. You can see the curtain being pulled back a little bit and you start to focus on things like that. Um, So I really do appreciate what you've shared there because I think that's some great advice. Thank you so much indeed. Um, Absolutely. Before we run out of time, Danielle, I've, I've got to ask you something else. And that is with somebody like yourself, which is a powerhouse, you know, you're constantly evolving, you're constantly doing these great things. What does the next six, nine, 12, 24 months look like for you? How does planning work in your world? And what are you hoping to achieve over the next year or two?
1: Absolutely. Thank you for that question. So over the next year, I am very actively building out my mastermind. So that community is certainly a priority for me. Um, I want to not only build out my own mastermind, but I want to, again, connect with those high net worth entrepreneurs and different corporations to come in to their existing ecosystems and facilitate masterminds, facilitate trainings and coachings, and really help people to take a hold of these these AI technology tools. Like these intelligent tools are amazing. And there's, there's a lot of scarcity around utilizing these tools but I'd rather help people go forward than to, for us to stay stuck, worried about peeing a hole around it. It's here, it's going to happen, it's happening. So let's work together and let's incorporate these. So I've been digging a lot into the AI technology and really coming up with workflows and tools to utilize inside of these workflows, because right now there are about 5,000 of them that are available you know, for us to, to take advantage of. I'm also, in addition to doing the, I do online trainings. I do in-person trainings and we have these three-day experiences in Miami where people have the opportunity to mastermind in person with me. So the next one is August 17th through the 19th and um, we're gearing up for that. And then we are inviting and looking for speakers and attendees who would be interested in traveling with us to West Africa to have a a seven-day mastermind experience December 6th through the 12th in Accra, Ghana. So that is going to be an investment tour and also a mastermind where we'll connect with like-minded communities when we get there and um, just check out the area because as you know, Africa is is an emerging market. I mean, it's an emerging continent. So it's a great opportunity for us to just start to build relationships, just go over there, experience, see what we can be inspired by and start to leverage and and make those connections. So for me, um, I've learned that planning in advance is best in order for you to get the results that you want. And to also just be very specific, right? So there's a lot of things. We're very ambitious people. We're busy people and information is everywhere. So it's like, you may have like this long ambitious goal list, but I literally realized last year that like, you're more than likely are going to accomplish maybe four or five major goals in a year and be content and okay with that. So if you can break those goals down into quarterly activities and then into 40 days of, actions to get you towards your higher goals. I mean, I feel like it's so it's so rewarding to at least check off some of those goals, but having a list of like 10 goals when you when you're not a corporation is is not that realistic. <laughs> so that's a little bit um of insight for that question.
0: But it it sounds like you've got quite a lot planned. Um, the the in-person masterminds sound really really cool they sound very exciting I'm sure there's a lot of planning behind the scenes that goes into those type of activities and of course you have the online training too so people can can get in touch that way yeah Um, I suppose the last thing uh, as we sort of come to the end of our time together today is you know is there any areas that we haven't touched on that you'd like to bring to the attention of our audience? Or maybe maybe it is something that you've spoken about that you want to double down on and re-emphasize. And secondly, and really importantly, of course, is if people want to connect with you, where's the best place to send people to?
1: Absolutely. So I just, I want to leave people with um, just a piece of, of advice for them to, to think on. And that is, we touched on always being in position to invest in yourself. And so I encourage you to stay in connection with a learning community, whether it's you being a part of a mastermind, because they are, there's so many niche down masterminds for different areas of life. And it doesn't even just have to be business. It can also be something in your personal life that you want to focus on. But have a mentor, you know, have a coach continue to be around people who will be able to invest in you. You invest in them, you learn from them. But in order for you to get to where you want to go, if you want to accelerate your growth and you want to get access to the cheat codes, attach yourself to somebody who's done it and, and learn from them. You know. So I think it's great that we have you know the information online where we can research and study, but it's nothing like having that human connection where you can Express yourself to someone, ask them the questions that you have. Well, how did you do this? And what do you think about this? Am I going in the the right direction? And being in these communities will save you a lot of time and a lot of money from making mistakes. I made a ton of mistakes, you know, throughout my years of being in business. And I I would, if I did it over, I would do it differently. To be completely honest, you know, I'm not going to say, oh, I would do it the same way. No, I would do it differently. (laughs) So I want people to know that you have access to do things better. And you don't have to bootstrap a business and you don't have to go it alone, get a community, stay in community. And each year just find someone to coach you and someone to mentor you. So, Simon, yes, I also am the host and producer of my own podcast. It's called The Women Speak Show, which stands for The Women in Media Show. And this show is simply all about uh, women's interests. And it has become my love letter to women in the form of a call to action, really helping them in the space of media, entertainment and business of how to be advocates for other women. So we're always looking for amazing guests to come on to our show. And it's on YouTube and all the popular streaming platforms where you listen to all of your favorite podcasts. So if there are you know, amazing women maybe within your network who would be interested in coming on to our show, we would love to gear up for our next season and to invite them on. So Interesting how two topics would be awesome. And then also those who just like on this podcast have awesome sh- stories to share who believe in, you know, womenhood and sisterhood and helping the next woman out. We want to share as many stories of women as possible and help them break those barriers and shatter glass ceilings and giving them the resources and just the support to know that they can aspire to do all things that they want to do within their lives. So we love the show and super excited to uh, continue to provide this this platform. So um, there's so many ways that you can keep up with me. And if you have questions about any of this information that I shared, you can follow me on Instagram. I'm very active uh, at dpjeter, and it is J-E-T-E-R. My LinkedIn is Danielle Page with an I, Jeter. And my website for the mastermind is www.meetup2, the number two, millions with an S, mastermind.com. So those three channels, you can contact me, my email address and other ways is also in the link in my bio on Instagram. So I look forward to um, connecting with everyone. And if you send me a DM somewhere and you just say millions with an S, I already know you about business. That's like, that's a back signal for me. If you DM millions, I'm like, okay, I know exactly what you want to do. We can work together.
0: Very good. That's the secret password gets you straight. Definitely. through. To Very good. Well, look, that brings us lovely to the end of today's episode with Danielle. Thanks to everybody who's been watching or listening to this episode around the world. Make sure that you like, follow, subscribe, do everything that I need you to do to help support the podcast, go and check out all the great work that Danielle's involved in. And I hope that you'll join me back here for some more discussions with creatives leaders and thinkers. So thank you, Danielle. It's been such a pleasure to catch up with you today.
1: Thank you so much, Simon, for having me on Global Discussions. And I look forward to staying connected with you.